Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Let's see here. Regulators face urgent task to stem spread from Silicon Valley Bank. Next steps could have ripple effects through the financial system. Hmm. Talking about a great example of you can't take it with you. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and six-time author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. Well, folks, I hate to start out our show the way most announcers on talk shows start out any day, and that's with a bunch of gloom and doom news, but here goes. Taxes, surrender penalties, stock market losses, interest rate risk, yada, 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 and now we've got, as we record this show on March 14th, 2023, another big bank failure, just like that occurred in 2008. And what do all of these factors add up to? Well, they add up to a feeling of savers losing control of their money. And here's the key word, access to it. As we continue with our final episode of You Really Can't Take It With You, Part 3. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker, and before I jump right back into our discussion of why you can't take it with you, let me introduce to you in the worry-free studios as always on this, I was going to say beautiful, but it's actually a cold, dreary March 14th, 2023, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orender. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. Yes. Thank you for not saying beautiful. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to lie. It's not. It's cold. It's Man, it, it is wet. really cold. It's, yeah. There's snow on the, on the cars as I drove in this morning. There was snow out here on the like the car dealerships that are close to us. Yeah. There's snow everywhere. It's like, what happened last night? I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. Well, you know, I was, I was thinking about kind of reminiscing a little bit before we got in the show, to be honest. And uh, Derek's in there diligently working on the graphics for our TV show, which, again, folks, some people ask, by the way, when will this show air, Aaron? So this radio show is going to air on April 20th. Okay. And then, of course, some of you on weekends. So April 20th would be the Thursday, the first. We're on uh, seven or eight different radio stations now. But uh, somebody came in the other day, Aaron, and on our TV station, our show, they said, Hey, Tony, uh, why do you show a show so old? And I was trying to explain to them that we try to record shows ahead of time. So, folks, we do that because we don't want to, you know, let's say, gosh, me or Aaron got sick or the we had technical difficulties, so we stay ahead of these shows. But also the reason we give the dates, just like this um, Silicon Valley Bank that closed down. Man, things are changing rapidly. In fact, yesterday, Aaron, you've heard about this bank closing, right? I'm yes. sure you have. Okay. Of course I have. Uh, yesterday, the president got on the air, and I mean, I was blown away at how quickly he basically said, don't worry, everybody's going to be covered. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, this just happened a couple days ago. This is billions of dollars. And apparently, you know, FDIC, that's the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, they cover up to $250,000 per account. But there's some people with some big money here. And just to come on there and say, nah, you're covered. 
I'm thinking, man, this really falls into the definition of funny money, you know? And I thought everybody was going to be robbed of access to it. So it kind of blew my whole theme for the show. I'd already prepared on lack of access. Here's an example of a bank failing. You may not be able to get your money. And all of a sudden we find out presto whammo. <laughs> looks like everybody's going to be taken care of. So anyway, so folks, you know, we, uh, but, oh, by the way, uh, this is our third episode with this particular show. And then we do the th- same thing on the TV show. And again, I wanted to thank Aaron for, gosh, he's been with me well over 10 years. And in fact, we're getting ready to today record our 456th episode of the TV show, The Worry for Retirement. Which episode is this, Aaron, of the radio show we're doing today? Well, the radio show, it's episode number 323. And the reason those numbers are off is, quite frankly, because we started doing the TV show before we started doing the radio show. Folks, we record probably about 50 shows or so a year. You know, we do pretty much a show a week. You know, we might have a week or two that we take off. People are on vacation or whatever. And, uh, you know, we started doing the TV show... Oh, I think it was back in 2014, I yeah. think, 2015, something like that. And then, you know, about two years later, you you got on this big kick about, you know, we got a lot of people that listen to the radio. We got a lot of truck drivers as, you know, potential clients or even clients still. Uh, so why don't, why don't we get on the radio? So about two years after we started the television show, we started, you know, we started out here on the radio show. So that's why those numbers are a little different. Yeah. So, I, and I just appreciate all your help with this, man. It's been, it's been a wonderful journey. Hopefully we'll get many more to come. All right. So what are we really talking about here? Folks, folks go back to the original theme. You can't take it with you. And my concern is that as we saw with a bank closure, there's some other examples we're going to use today. This idea that many of you savers out there do not understand that you don't have as much access to your money as you think you do. So there's several factors that fall into this. And at the top of the show, I used examples. And let's just kind of go over those. The first example we have of lack of access, and I'm going to explain this, would be taxes. Okay, that's the first form of lack of access. You also have the the issue of surrender charges or penalties. I'll get into that. The third form of lack of access, listen closely, would be stock market loss. All right. And the fourth is interest rate risk, which we're going to explain what happened with the interest rate risk. Next week, we'll be talking to my favorite nephew and fellow fiduciary, Wes Walker. We're going to take a deeper dive into really what happened with all these long-term bonds that this uh, Silicon Valley bank was holding that really led to their demise. But basically, those are kind of the four main things that you need to remember with most investments. Let me repeat those. The taxes of those investments, the surrender penalties, or just penalties in general to get your money out, stock market losses, and interest rate risks. So let's start with taxes. I'm crazy enough to take on Batman, but the IRS, no, thank you. Aaron, there's not a week that goes by that somebody wants to use their money. Now listen carefully, okay, to this, Aaron. They've got money, they want to use it, they get ready to take it out, and then let's take it, let's say it's an IRA. I had this the other day. A gentleman said, I'd like to pay off my home equity line of credit. He just retired. I said, fine. And I said, remind me how much that is. I thought it was a pretty big number. And he said, it's around 50000 now. And I said, fine. We need some other income. We're drawing money from Social Security. He got a little bit of a pension. Uh, we've, we're taking a little bit already out of his IRA. So he's already got some taxes. You with me? Okay. All right. So I said, that's fine. We can get money out lickety split from our Charles Schwab program. No transaction fees. 
But to get you $50,000, we're going to have to pay taxes, it looks like we're going to need to take about 70000 out. So what do you think Why? he did? Why? <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, no. That's he, a good setup, right? Yeah. Why? Yeah, why? Why is that? So what happened was, Aaron, that what, listen carefully, folks. This is really important. Because all of a sudden he was going to incur this huge tax liability. He didn't take the money out. So now he's still got the home equity line of credit. So it's, it's kind of interesting. The money he had, he thought he had access to, which he does. He can take it out any time. There's no penalty to get it out. But because of the taxes that are going to be owed, he decided to not take the money. So he's not really using it. So you see, I'll use one other example. Here's another example of taxes. Had somebody come in the other day. They've got a bunch of stock they've had for years. They're a little nervous about the stock. Now, this is after-tax money they've put in over the years. They've just added to it. The stock has grown. And he said, Tony, I'm afraid I got way too much money in this stock. I want to sell out of it. And I said, that's fine. But if we just sell it out carte blanche, it's all going to be subject to capital gains. And he said, well, how much is that going to be? It was a big number. Mm. So the dilemma is, okay, it's after-tax money. He's worried that the stock is going to tank. Okay, it's it's already coming down, but he won't sell it because he's got taxes. So you see what I'm saying? So yeah, see the dilemma. It's weird. It's really weird. Okay, <laughs> so let's keep going. So hopefully, folks, you understand this whole. So remember, a dollar. Remember our our prudent man strategy. A dollar is not worth anything to you. It's just on paper. All this stuff's on paper. It's just funny money, folks. A dollar is not worth anything to you until you convert that dollar to cash and spend it. Let me repeat that. A dollar's not worth anything until you convert it to cash. And here's the key. You got to spend it. I mean, I literally, do you have any money in your pocket now, Aaron? Aaron just, yeah, I got Aaron, some. I got a few bucks. Yeah. Okay. It's actually worth something, but technically it's not worth anything to me if I don't spend it. Right. right. It's still in my pocket. Right. So that's the key, folks. So in that, these examples we're trying to give you, when we say access, we want to know exactly how much are you going to get. So already we're seeing, well, that can be problematic. Let's keep going here. Um, let's talk about surrender penalties. There's a couple of different major surrender penalties. You can have surrender penalties on annuities. And an, a common surrender penalty is on bank products like CDs. Uh, we actually sell bank CDs uh, as of the date of this recording in March. Uh, we can get a one-year CD as high as right now. I think it's 5.2% crazy numbers. I mean, I'm... Hadn't seen interest rates these high in 20 years. So, but the point is, if you say, well, Tony, yeah, I want one of those one year CDs. Can you get me one of those? Well, if you bail out of it, Aaron, let's say in six months, there's a penalty to get out, right? But, yeah. You just can't yeah. get it all out. So you might have a hundred thousand in there. You think you've got access to all the interest and everything. And now it's grown to 105,000 roughly, but it's not ended. The term hasn't ended. You take your money out. And all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, I got to pay whatever it is, a thousand dollars. So it's like a breach of contract almost. That's a good way to put it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a contract in a sense. Um, now an annuity really is a contract. So let's talk about annuity surrender penalties and they run the gamut folks. And this is where you have to be really, really careful with annuities. All right. And access. Let's walk through a traditional, we'll use two different extreme annuities. Let's talk about. Uh, the shortest term annuity we have, which is a three-year annuity, the term just means during the term of the contract, which let's say it's a three-year term, if you bail out or take all of your money out of the annuity before the three-year term is up, you're going to be hit with a pretty big penalty. Make sense, Aaron? Okay. Yeah, you might have 100000 in there, and if you bail out in the second year and there's still 
some years left under the term. I mean, they could take as much as 10% penalty. It could be some pretty big penalties. And then you can go out to a longer term. Now, longer term annuities usually pay more, but because the insurance company is obligating itself more and has to position more and more bonds, these are these long-term bonds, folks, to cover these longer-term risks for them, if you get out early with a 10-year surrender charge contract, it's going to be even much worse to get out early. So surrender penalties, now it's kind of funny, Aaron, I was thinking about this. You know, people did make a run on this bank, this the Silicon Valley Bank, okay. literally, and it's kind of the first man in line. And then once the bank regulars realize, hey, they're taking money out, shut this thing down. Kind of makes me think about that show we did not too long ago where we used the old commercial where everybody's going, it's my money and I need it now. <laughs> I just I just picture all those people in line going, yeah, it's my money too and I need it now. <laughs> it's my money and I need it now. They're all fighting and They're grab, all just fighting. Trying to get through the door. So insurance companies, in some ways, folks, let's look at these surrender charges as a positive. Let me ask you this, Aaron. If you knew that even though an insurance company, let's say they, they can be like banks, the insurance companies can have problems. So let's say you get wind of an insurance company that's having some financial difficulty. But everybody that were to go to the financial institution of this insurance company and say, I want my money, all of them are under what's called surrender charges. They can't just go in there first in line and get out of there real quick. Okay. So don't you think that might incentivize people to say, no, wait a minute, if I can't get all my money back, I'm going to at least wait and see what's going on. I'm not going to just run over there and yank out a bunch of money at penalty. Right. Does that make sense? Right. So in some ways, folks, even though insurance companies are known for pretty large surrender penalties, I think in some weird way, it provides a little bit of a protection mechanism for the insurance company should they have financial issues because all the policyholders know, hey, if we go over there and just try to yank all our money out, we're going to incur some penalties. It's not like just first in line at the bank. So it's just something to think about, folks. So surrender charges on annuities. The key is you have to have a game plan before you buy an annuity. you got to make sure the insurance uh, person selling you is a fiduciary. Uh, there's a, boy, with annuities, they pay such high commissions to us agents that sell them. I mean, there are annuity peddlers that are selling some very, very long-term contracts, and they're not explaining to people the huge surrender penalties to get these things out and the lack of access to all of your money. So be very, very careful. I would say if you're looking at an annuity, uh, please, before you just jump in, contact us, get a second opinion. There's so many different types and uh, varieties of annuities. And I guarantee we can come up with the right annuity to fit your situation. Don't just carte blanche, toss all your money in the first annuity you see. Okay, let's talk about stock market loss and interest rate risk. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to explain to you why, although the stock market the bond market, these things might be 100% liquid. In other words, you've got 100% access to your money. I'm going to show you why in some ways they can be very penalizing and why a lot of people pass up taking their money out because they actually do not have access. More coming your way. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. We'll be right back. Mandy Houchins, and I'm in charge of all of the annuity distributions here for our clients at Tony Walker Financial. While it's true that annuities do come with surrender periods, there are ways to access uh, funds from your annuity each year. You can take what's called a penalty-free withdrawal. 
It is normally equal to 10% of the contract value each year without any penalty. If you're interested in learning more about penalty-free withdrawals, please give me a call. Mandy Houchins. Did you know that you can watch the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money anytime you want? The show's called The Worry-Free Retirement. It's hosted by Tony Walker, and it's available on YouTube. All you got to do is go to YouTube.com, and right there in the search bar, type in Tony Walker Financial, and you'll see Tony's smiling face. Click on that, and you're going to find all types of video content. Again, that's YouTube.com, Tony Walker Financial. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Uh, thinking about the run on the Silicon Valley Bank, uh, kind of reminds me of this scene uh, where George uh, Bates is trying to stave off the bank. Now, now, wait a minute here, Mr. Walker. You've got this all wrong. My name is Bailey, George Bailey. Why, uh, you're thinking of that uh, Norman fella. You know, the, the one with the uh, mother issues. Anyway, folks, and I here's that scene he was talking about. Uh, oh. Now, just remember that this thing isn't as black as it appeared. Okay, enough joking around about this. This this is serious business, okay? I'm not trying to make light of a bank going out, folks. But if you're just now joining us, I'm Tony Walker, and our theme is You Can't Take It With You, Part 3. And the idea that many of you are tying up your money, you're locking up your money, you you don't have permission, in a sense, to enjoy this money, and many of you wait way too long to enjoy it, which is why I wrote the book, Live Well, Die Broke. Many of you just, you kind of forget that you're you're putting off enjoying money when you can. I guess that's the whole point in the different philosophy that I've come up with in watching all of these savers over the years retire, and many of them just waiting too long to spend their money, and they fall victim to the financial world. The financial world ends up enjoying more of their money than they do. It's, it's a crazy thing. Okay, so we're talking about access. Let's focus on the stock market a minute. So we just got through covering annuities. Annuities do come with surrender penalties. Wally World over at Wall Street loves to talk about those surrender charges. And gosh, don't get tied up in the wrong annuity. And all of this is accurate, folks. I mean, these are great warning shots over the bow. But what they always forget to tell you is they, too, can have what's called surrender charges. Now, I'm using that term so you, I'll get your attention. They're not really surrender charges, but Aaron, let me walk you through this. Okay. And now let's make a fair comparison. So let's say you bought a long-term annuity, either through us or maybe just ran out and threw your money with an annuity peddler and you had no idea. And let's say the to get out of that annuity in the first year, it's a 10-year contract, but the first year goes by, you need access to your money. And you find out there's a 15% charge to get it out. In other words, if you put in 100 they're going to charge you $15,000. You're not going to be happy, are you? No. So you get 85000 so that's a real surrender charge. You just lost 15000 You with me? Yeah. Okay. Now let's say that you ran down to the local broker and you were complaining, and the broker said, well, that's why I would never recommend annuity, all those surrender charges. Why don't you just give the 100000 to me, and I'll put it in the S&P 500 or whatever, there are no surrender charges. Now, that is accurate, okay, in this example. But let's fast forward. You with me so far? Right. So you do that. You say, well, yeah, I don't want any surrender charges. That's crazy. 
I want to have access to my money. Can I get this money out at any time? Absolutely, Mr. Orender, which, again, we, through our Schwab, Schwab platform, can do this. It's all honest. Those are honest answers. So a year goes by. You haven't been paying attention to the stock market. You run into the local stock brokerage office. You see Bill or whatever his name is, and you say, Bill, I got to have my money out right now. Do I have access to it? Absolutely, Aaron. Fill out this form. I'll make the trade, and we'll sell it today, and we'll be done. Oh, this is awesome, Bill. Man, gosh, good thing I didn't get in that darn annuity and get stuck in that thing. So all of a sudden, he says, I'll just drop you a check in the mail next week. Great. You you tell Jessica, we're going to get our money, honey. No big deal. You run out to the mailbox. You open the envelope. You open it up. Little do you know the stock market's gone down, and the check's 85000 Could that have happened? Yeah. Funny enough, I was going to say, yeah, it's for probably 60000 or something. <laughs> you know, it's something... You know, I don't know. You're talking and I'm like, yeah, this almost makes me think of like jumping in shark infested waters and somebody going, well, there's no bears in there. You're safe. <laughs> well, okay. There may not be any bears in the ocean, but it's full of sharks. You know. <laughs> so, so the thing is folks, it gets back to access. So I guarantee you, Aaron's disappointed now. Yeah. He lost 15,000 market, but I guarantee you if Aaron had walked in there and said, how much is it worth if I sell it? And the broker said, well, it's worth 85,000 you probably would have not gotten access because you didn't want to take the loss, right? Right. Possibly. So it's it's really more of a mental thing, folks. This whole idea of investing your money in things that can tie your money up, limit or take away access, defeats the whole purpose of live well, die broke, which is to keep your money accessible so you can use and enjoy it when you need it. And now the final thing, and again, next week we're going to cover this with a Zoom call with our own Wes Walker, because this is really fascinating, um, that we do trust institutions to manage the money. So when you turn over money to a bank, um, mainly banks and insurance companies, these folks are charged with the idea of trying to invest that money fairly safe. I mean, you don't want a bank out here buying crazy investments, nor an insurance company because they are basically safer institutions. Now, what happened exactly with the Silicon Valley Bank? Again, I'm not going to get into too much because this is for next week, but it's really important to understand. And this almost got us, Aaron, in 2022. Again, a lot of people like us who manage money, a lot of banks, a lot of insurance companies will hold what's called long-term bonds. And usually these are maturities of 10 years or more. So you're getting ready to see bonds can be a lot like annuities in a lot of ways. They're meant for protection. They usually pay a good dividend, but they can have what's called interest rate risk. Let's just call them surrender charges. And let me give you an example. And this is what happened again with Silicon Valley Bank. They were loaded up on what's called long-term bonds. In other words, if you put in $1,000, The bond is going to earn interest and will mature and pay the full interest, full value guaranteed at the end of 10 years. You with me, Aaron? But you got to keep it there. Okay. For 10 years. 10 years. Now, you could get out early. It's not a problem. They're liquid. But if interest rates have gone up since you invested that bond, which they did the last year, the value of that bond immediately goes down. So remember, folks, interest rates work the opposite with bonds. If interest rates go down and you have a long-term bond, the value of that bond goes up because now you've got a valuable bond because it's paying a good interest rate compared to everybody else. Conversely, if you've got a long-term bond with a low interest rate, interest rates in general go up, which they did in 2022. The Fed raised the interest rate, pulled that lever. Now your bond that maybe is paying 2% isn't worth as much, Aaron, because I can run down the road and get one for 4%. Why am I going to pay you 
a premium for a 2% bond. I'll pay you less. There's your surrender charge. So that's something called interest rate risk. And what happened was, according to what I've read so far, Silicon Valley Bank, they had tons of these long-term bonds. They had never gotten out of them. We got out of most of our long-term bonds, Aaron, and we did have to take some losses to get out. But we got out of those pretty early when we saw interest rates going up. So some of our clients had some losses, nothing significant. But yeah, it caught us off guard too, how quickly those interest rates went up. But anyway, Silicon Valley, whoever's managing all their bond portfolio, never got out of them. And then when people came and said, hey, I want my money out, they were getting nervous about the bank. Well, then they had to liquidate the bonds at a loss, and you see it just kind of spiraled out of control. And then then all of a sudden people got wind, and then the, I think even the president sold his shares of stock, which can't believe he's able to pull that off. But anyway, it just, it just went from bad to worse. So we could go on and on all day, folks, about lack of access and the many people I see that come into me for a second opinion, and they've just tied up so much money, and they put off enjoying this money. It's it's really pretty sad. So how do what's our approach at Tony Walker Financial? How are we so different? Well, first of all, I do think this idea that I've worked with so many retirees for so long, I've had a chance to watch their life play out. Um, you know, just met with a widow yesterday who lost a husband. I mean, we have at least probably one, one to two death claims every other week. It's crazy because we have so many older clients. But what we are learning is these people need to have access to their money so they can use and enjoy it. Not only when a person uh, passes away, but hopefully while they're healthy and they can enjoy one another's company or whatever the case may be. So what I've done here is I created several years ago something called the split IRA concept. Now, the reason this is so unique is it puts into play this Charles Schwab account that we manage for our clients. We charge a whopping eight-tenths of 1% per year, some of the lowest fees in the industry. And we do everything, folks. By the way, we pick all the funds. We reallocate every quarter. We send you wonderful, wonderful statements every quarter that clearly show you how much you've made. If anything, the Schwab account can fluctuate. And then also our fees are clearly stated. Also, you have, besides myself, three salaried fiduciaries that you can contact at any time. They're registered investment advisors, can help you make decisions on things. We've got the game plan. We've got the ability to put annuities in place if that's what you want so we can guarantee principal and income for life. I mean, this split IRA process was geared around this whole concept of giving our clients access to their money, listen, when they need it, not when it's convenient for us in the financial world and not when it's at risk or full of taxes or, uh, you know, all kinds of surrender charges. Folks, we, you have to position your money both for the short term and the long term. And the way we do that is through our split IRA concept with Charles Schwab on the front end. That's our short term money. And we can invest that for long term too if you want. But basically, that's usually for our saver clients, the shorter term money for access. And then the annuities are there to supplement that and to make sure that we provide some of that beloved mailbox money. Okay, in our final couple of minutes here, I've got to cover this real quick because this comes up a lot. Speaking of 401ks and that type of thing, I had a, had a question the other day. This came from Sheila over in Georgetown, Kentucky. She basically said, Tony, I keep hearing you talk about the age 59 and a half. I would like to consider rolling my 401k over to you guys. I just turned 59 and a half, but I want to keep working and I'm going to keep contributing to the 401k. Is that a good idea? 
And actually, Sheila, in most cases, that is. So let me make sure you understand the rules. If that's you, if you're 59 and a half or older, still working, still have a 401k plan at work, in most cases, it's probably 99% of the time. Sometimes we run into this, you can't. But most cases, you can roll that 401k over to someone like us at Tony Walker Financial. There's no upfront out-of-pocket cost. There's no taxes. We're going to put that in an individual IRA, more than likely our split IRA concept, so that we can better manage it and tailor it to a game plan so that it's just not floating around out there. And yes, Sheila, absolutely. If you'd like to continue to contribute to your 401k, especially if you're getting a match, you can still do that. So it's really the best of both worlds. You've got a retirement planning specialist with what we call the old money with us. We're getting things organized for you so you can get access to it. But more importantly, we're making sure that you can still continue to contribute to the 401k if you like. So if you're sitting there right now and you're going, Tony, this whole access thing, the idea of, you know, can't take it with me and all that type, it just makes so much sense. I'm, I'm tired of the financial world just pulling the strings and the levers. I want to take control of my money. Well, that's easy to do. And best of all, it's absolutely free to talk to me, the owner of the company, Tony Walker. So to arrange what we call your free 10-minute fiduciary phone call, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, or give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we've enjoyed being together with you, and we hope you've enjoyed this series on You Can't Take It With You. But you remember, between now and next week, when we talk to one another again, if all else fails... You be worry-free. Make it a good one.